Good Rosh Chodesh, everyone. Today's daf is Chaf Dalid. We're starting on the top line. We were in the middle of the sugya that a person is allowed to sleep with their tefillin underneath their pillow. And the question is, where exactly, where precisely is the location of their tefillin? Says the Gemara, where does a person put their tefillin? Amr says, Bain Karlakasis between the pillow and the mattress. But not precisely underneath his head. Ask the Gemara, he could put them in the bag, in their bag, underneath his head. So the Gemara says, the Mapakle Lemorsha, the Kaiva Labar, is that the the protrusion that the tefillin are poking out, the Hainu, when you see the tefillin in the bag, you could see, oh, they're in this area of their bag. So that's not exactly underneath your head. Other parts of the bag of the tefillin could be, but not the actual part where the tefillin are. Bakapar Bakapar used to tie them up in the canopy of his bed, and then the protrusion of where the tefillin were, they would be sticking outside, facing away from his bed. He used to place them on a bench. He would put a kerchief over them. And One time I was in front of Rava, and he told me, go bring me my tefillin, and I found them underneath his pillow and between his pillow and his mattress, but not exactly where his head lays. I knew that it was Yom Tefillah of his wife, and that means that he was with his wife the previous night. And the reason why he sent me there to get his tefillin was to teach me the halacha that we had said before in the name of Shmuel that even if a person's going to be with his wife, he's allowed to have his tefillin underneath his bed because he wants to protect them from mice and robbers. Two people that are sleeping in the same bed. This is talking about two men that are sleeping unclothed in the same bed. Is each person allowed to turn facing the opposite way and say Kriyashma? If they're facing each other, explains Rashi, and their ervas are touching each other, so that's going to be a problem of her. What about if they're facing away from each other? Amrlay, the answer came back. Even if his wife is with him in the bed, you're allowed to have tefillin, you're also allowed to say Kriyashma. It's the it, you, you're trying to say that if it's okay for him to be with his wife in the bed, and we're talking about where they're unclothed, he's allowed to say Kriyashma. So for sure he's allowed to do that with someone else. Adarab, it's the opposite. Ishtay kigufay. His wife is like he is like his own self. He's used to his wife. He's not going to have hear her when he's in bed with his wife. Acher, lav kigufay. But somebody else is not like his wife. Therefore, he may have hear her when he's in bed with him. Who says you're allowed to say Kriyashma? Meisve, and I'll ask you a question. Shnaim shishen mita achas. Two people that are sleeping in the same bed, each turns away and says, But we have another b'risa. He's sleeping in the bed and his family members are in the bed with him. He's not allowed to say, Unless there's a sheet or something separating in between them. This is all talking where they're not wearing clothing in the bed, so we have issue of hear her. Says the Gemara, But if they're Ketanim, then Mutter, he's allowed to say Kriyashma. Ask the Gemara, These two prices that we just said are not a stira. The one that says that they're allowed to turn away from each other is talking about his wife. The second price that says that they're not say Kriyashma, unless they have a sheet that's being mafsik, that's with other people. Because of Ishtai is okay. 
okay, so for sure everyone else is okay. Amal Shmuel says, Yosef Even according to Rav Yosef, it's not really so simple because Vahatanya, the second Brisa said, If there's other people in the bed, you're not allowed to say Kriyashma. Unless they have a sheet separating. And is including his wife. So the Brisa itself is a stira. The Brisa itself says that if his wife is in bed with him. So if the first Brisa is talking about his wife, that he's allowed to say Kriyashma. The second Brisa says including his wife, he's not allowed to say Kriyashma. If there's a stira in Brisa, even for Rabbi Yosef. Says Shmuel, what are we able to say? Ishtai l'Rav Yosef tonight. He must be that the case of a wife, if he's allowed to say Kriyashma when his wife's in bed with him, is machlekes tonight. Ladidi nami tonight. For me also, it's a machlekes tonight whether or not you're allowed to say Kriyashma with other people in bed with you. Says the Gemara Vaitor, Amar Mar, Zemachsupanavakari Kriyashma, Ayvaho Ika Agavais. We still have a problem of erva because Agavais, which are the buttocks, they're touching each other and that's a problem of erva. Says the Gemara Messiah of Huna, the Amar of Huna, Agavais, and Behemishum Erva. There is no problem of erva just with the Agavais, the buttocks. Says the Gemara Lane Messiah of Huna. Maybe we have a right to Rav Huna that we have a a woman who's sitting unclothed is allowed to take off chala and make a bracha. Because she's able to cover her face, which is a euphemism for her lower extremities, in the ground. But not a man, because a man's lower extremities, his erva sticks out, so it's not covered by the ground. So maybe we have a raya that a woman's um, that a woman's lower extremities might be covered, but her buttocks are not. Says the Gemara, No, that case could be talking about is that her whole lower area is really completely stuck inside the ground, both her front and her back, so therefore there's no raya that our gavos don't have a problem of erva. We had just said, Kitanim mutter. He's allowed to say Kriyashma if they're Kitanim in their bed with him. But Adkam, what's considered a Katan? Amrav Chizda, Tinaikis, Bashal Shanamia Mechod. A Tinaikis is three years old in a day. A Tinaik, a young boy, Bentesha Shanamia Mechod. Nine years old in a day. Ikadami, some say Tinaikis, Bashal Shanamia Mechod. It's talking about an 11 year old girl. A Tinaik, Ben Shemus, Shanamia Mechod. It's talking about a 12 year old boy. Idvi, Idi, both of them is Alkide Shadam Nechanu Surech Tzamech. They're both arguing in this Pasuk, which means that your breasts are developed and hair is grown. And the whole Machlekes is whether or not there's there's uh, any amount of hear her before uh, the the child starts actually de- developing physical signs of maturity. Hasam Amarava Rava just told us at the bottom of the previous Amma that Afagav the Chifti Dishmul, even though we disproved Shmuel from a Brahsa, Hilsa Kavasi Dishmul, the Allah is like him regarding putting Tfilin under your pillow. Hachamai, over here, do we pass like Shmuel or not that a person that we're going to be more lenient with a person's wife and other people in bed with him. Amrlai says, Did we throw this all into one package? Was everything literally woven together? That just because we passing like Shmuel in one place, we're going to pass him, him like him over here? Wherever we passing like Shmuel, it's like him, and wherever we didn't, it's not. Amrlai of Marlai of Papa, Sa'ar Big What about if there's pubic hair coming out of a hole in the baghead? Is that okay to read Kriyashma when we see that? Karle, sar, sar. So he, his response was, hair, hair, which means hair is not a big deal. If there's pubic hair, it's beseder. Amrav Yitzchak, tefach b'isha erva, that a tefach being revealed in a woman is a erva. The Gemara asks Lamai, regarding what halacha is it a erva? Elim, if you can tell me the ba, that a person's not allowed to look at it, and this is talking about a different woman, not a woman who's his wife. When we're talking about bringing for the Mishkan, we mentioned two different types of 
two different types of jewelry, jewelry that a woman wore on private parts of her body and jewelry that women wore on open parts, such as her ears and nose. The reason why we mentioned them together was to say, whoever looks at the small finger of a woman, it's as if he's looking at the most private part of the woman. So, Obviously, it's not, it's obviously, even one tefach of any woman is considered an erva. That's not a chiddush. So, Gmar says, It means if a tefach of his, of his own wife is revealed, he's not allowed to say kriyashma when he's near that tefach of his wife. Amrav Chizda, shaykh be'isha erva. The thigh of a woman is an erva. Shnemer says, Gali shaykh, expose your thigh, avri naharais, crossing over rivers. Uksivan says, Tagel ervasech, vagam tirch erpasech. Is that, when you reveal your your nakedness, you'll be exposed and embarrassment will be seen. So we see that the thigh and that the thigh over here is called a lashon of erva. Amr Shmuel Shmuel says kol biisha erva that of the voice of a woman is erva. Shnei says ki kaleich arev umarech nava. Your voice your voice is sweet and your and you and you and you look beautiful. So we see that a sweet voice is is being described of a woman. So that's going to be an erva. Amrav Sheshes Sar Isha erva that a woman's hair is an erva. Shnei says Sarech Keedor Hazim. Your hair is literally like a flock of goats, but it's something that's very attractive. So we say that it's an erva. Amrav Chania Anir Isias Rav Shatal Tefilov. I said that Rav used to hang his tefillin. Meisvei, I'll ask you a question. I'll tell the tefillah of Yitul Echayev. If a person hangs his tefillin, so it's as, like, it's as if his life is hanging in balance. And Darshah Chamuras Amru, these people that you should darshan the Pesachim said, V'hayu chayecha tulim l'cham ineged. That the Pesach says, your life is hanging opposite you. Zahat, tell the tefillah. This is a person who hangs his tefillin. So how could Rav do so? How could, how could, um... Yeah, how could Rebbe do so? Gemara says, like, Hasha, it's not a problem. Haber tzua ha If a person hangs his tefillin by the, by the knot, by the knot of the tefillin, that's a problem. But if he hangs it by the box of the tefillin, that's okay. The halacha says, by the way, this is even when you're holding your tefillin just momentarily. So for those that put their tefillin on, by hanging them, they hold them by the knot and then they put on the shel reish, that's a problem. Those who say, it doesn't make a difference. How you hang your tefillin, don't have the straps just hanging. And when Rebbe hung them up, he hung them up in their bag, in their tefillin bag, he hung that up on the hook. Remember, that's not a chiddush. That a, a bag of tefillin should need to be placed on a shelf like a sefer Torah, and you're not allowed to hang it up, even though it's in a bag. That if your tefillin are in a bag, you are allowed to hang them up on their hook. Says the Gemara, Is that he burped and yawned and sneezed and spat, on the top, and he and he um, um, mushed his clothing to get the to get lice off. This was all in the middle of davening. But if his house fell off in the middle of Shemayin Esrei, he wouldn't pick it up. And when he yawned, he would put his hand on his chin in order to block his mouth. Because it's more proper, so people don't see you with an open mouth. Ask the Gemara, Mesve, Hamashmiya Kalibitfila, so a person makes, raises his voice in Tfila, Harezim, Katne, Amana, so it shows that he doesn't have a lot of Amuna, he, he thinks that Hashem can't hear him, so he has to speak loud, so he has to, he has to, um, enunciate his words loudly in the middle of Shemana Esrei. Hamagbiya Kalibitfila, so a guy that, 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 that Davin's extremely loud, Harezim, Nevia, Sheker. He's like Nevia, Sheker, because Nevia, Habal would scream to their, Scream to their God to get them to listen to them, but we don't need to scream. Hashem can hear us without yelling. And the Gemara says, If a guy burps or yawns, that's very haughty. A person that 
a person that sneezes in the middle of tefillah, simen raloi, this is a bad simen for him. It shows that this is a very mechur, a disgusting type of person. A person that spits, it's like he spits in front of a king. So all these things that Rebbe did is a big problem because we have this bride that says you shouldn't be doing them. That yawning and burping is not a problem. One is where you do it involuntarily, one is where you do it voluntarily. We have a problem, sneezing, sneezing. Is it good? Is it okay or is it not okay? The Gemara says, It's not a problem. One is where a person does a sneeze through their nose, and one is where the person does a sneeze not through their nose, which this is referring to passing gas. Passing gas is not okay. I learned something in the base measure of Hamnuna with tequila li kikule talmudai. It was worth all everything else that I learned. It was it was connected that If a person sneezes, this is from his nose uh, during davening simin yafilai. It is a good sign for him. The same way that they give him something nice and pleasant down here. It's geshmak to sneeze. That means that they're doing something geshmak for him up in shemayim, and so they gave him a little bit of a simin down here, and they gave him a sneeze. Ella reka right kasha, we have a problem. What about spitting? Is it peseder to spit or not? The Gemara says no. Reka reka nami like kasha, it's not a problem. Efshir kid Rabbi Yehuda, you could do it like Rabbi Yehuda, dam Rabbi Yehuda, haya amir betfila, a person standing in tefila and his dam and he has to, he has to spit. Mavli'ai betalisai, he should do it inside his garment. But if he has a nice garment, he should spit inside of his turban. So you're allowed to do it if it's done in a proper manner. Ravina, Ravina was behind Ravashi, he had to spit. He he spat behind himself. He said, Don't you hold of the fact that you should spit it inside your turban, kerchief, and not on the floor? I am a very finicky person, so I didn't do that. But at the end of the day, we said that Rebbe did all these things. He did it in a proper manner. Another Gemara is going to discuss this bride that we had mentioned. If a person's able to have kavana davening quietly, so he should daven quietly. If a person's not able to have kavana while he's davening quietly, mutter, then he's allowed to say his words a little bit loudly. This is in the middle of Shemayna Esrei. Says the Gemara, That's only if you're davening b'yechidus. If you're davening in tzibur, don't say your Shemayna Esrei out loud or even... Uh, say it even in a whisper because you're going to bother other people around you. Rabbi Abba Hava Kamishtamit Minei Dura Yehuda. Rabbi Abba was kind of avoiding Rabbi Yehuda because he wanted to go up to Eretz Yisrael. And, but the Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda would say, Whoever goes up to Eretz Yisrael, he's Ivor Nasei. It says, We're going to come to Bavel, and there we should be until Hashem. Until Hashem redeems us, which means don't go into Eretz Yisrael until Hashem lets you go into Eretz Yisrael. So, but anyway, Rabbi Abba wanted to go. Amar he said, I'm going to go to the base vad, meaning the base medrash. I'm going to go hear something from Yehuda v'hadar afik, and then I'm going to go to Eretz Yisrael. the Rabbi Yehuda. He found someone who was saying a brass in front of Rabbi Yehuda. Haya amir betfila person's davening shmona esu nisatesh, and he. Past gas, mountain atchichla ruch. You have to wait until the smell passes. V'chayzer mispalal, and then you continue davening. Ikadami. Some say the memory was haya emet betfila. 
a person's davening, and he wants to pass gas. So then, he walks four amas backwards, he passes gas, and then he waits till the smell stops, and then he continues davening. But before he continues davening, he says the following, You created us with many different orifices, different cavities. It's open and revealed in front of you our embarrassment and our shame. At the end, we were just going to be worms and maggots. And then, he that's basically a shortened version of Asher Yatzar. And then he starts from the place where he had stopped davening. Rabbi Abba said, If I would have come only to hear this, it's worthwhile. Says the Gemara by the two dots, the last medium line, Tanra Banan, Haya Yashim a person sleeping with his blanket on him, and he's not wearing any clothing. He's not even able to poke his head out of his blanket because it's so cold. How's he supposed to say Shema? He's unclothed. He takes part of the blanket, wraps around his neck, the Kriyashma, and says Kriyashma, because now he's not able to see his Erev. Some say he wraps it around his chest to block his heart from seeing his Erev. Tanakama, Hare Liba Reis Erva, asks us the corn to Tanakama, you wrap it around your neck. So it's Liba Reis Erva, your, your heart is seeing your Erva. So we say, Kasavar Liba Reis Erva, Mutter, it's okay. Let's say a person is going in dirty. Unclean areas. He puts his hand on his mouth and he says Kriyashma in order to make some sort of hefsik in between the words of Kriyashma and this unclean place. Even if Rabbi Yechna would have said this to me with his own mouth, I wouldn't have listened to him. And that it's not a problem to say Kriyashma in these places. That it was really Rabbi Shubin Levi that said this. A person is going in an unclean place. Puts his hand on his mouth. Says, if he would have told me this in his mouth, I wouldn't have listened to him. Asks the Gemara, Does Rav Huna really say that it's okay to say Kriyashma in these places? A Tamil Chacham is not allowed to even stand in an unclean place. Because it's impossible to stand without without having any hear her Torah. The Gemara says, If you're standing in one place, so you're going to have hear her Torah. But if you're walking, it's not a problem. Ask the Gemara and Shittas Rabbi Yechanan, Miyam Rabbi Yechanan, Nachi, does Rabbi Yechanan say that you're allowed to say Kriyashma in an unclean place? V'amur Rabbi Yechanan, Amur Rabbi Yechanan, B'chol Maka, Imotel Harab, Divrei Torah, a person's always allowed to think in Divrei Torah, Chotz Mbeis, Amar Chotz Mbeis, Achit Kisei, except for a bathhouse or a bathroom. So we see that in dirty places, in unclean places, you're not allowed to think, you're not allowed to think in Divrei Torah, V'chit Yama Hachinami, Kan Ba'im, and Kan Mahalach, that, okay, there's a difference between standing there or passing through there, Any that's not true, because Kriyashma and Rabbavo was saying Kriyashma. Kimatim Vosatunafes, they got to an unclean place, Ishtek. Rabbavo was quiet. So then he asked Rabbiachan, Lehechan Hadar, where should I go back to? Now that I now that we're out of the unclean place, where should I which part of Kriyashma should I go back to? Amrlay, Imshaskide, Ligmaras Kula, Khazilarish. If you had waited long enough that you could have said the whole Kriyashma in that span of time, you gotta go back to the beginning of Kriyashma. So we see that Rabbi Yechanan says that you're not allowed to say Kriyashma in a unclean place. The Gemara says, no, this is what Rabbi Yechanan was saying, I don't say, I don't hold that you're not allowed to say Kriyashma. According to me, you could have said Kriyashma, but according to you, that you hold you're not allowed to say Kriyashma, that you say you're not allowed to say Kriyashma, so then if you wait the amount of time that 
you could have said entire Kriyashma in that time, then you got to go back to the beginning. But for me, if you don't have asked me, you really didn't have to stop in the first place. We have a brass like both of them. Person's going in an unclean place. He puts his hand in his mouth and he says Kriyashma. He shouldn't say Kriyashma. Not only that, if he's if he is in the middle of reading, Paisek, he should stop saying Kriyashma. Let's say he didn't say stop saying Kriyashma, then what? Amrav Miyasha Barbin Rabshubin Levi, Ava Kasvari Pasak says on him, Vigamani Sati Lahem Chukim Laitaifim, I gave them Chukim that are not good, umishpatim la yechubahem, and things that they can't live by, meaning he was saying Kriyashma, which is uh, which is a chayk that he's supposed to be getting good things from saying Kriyashma, but the fact that he's saying Kriyashma in a dirty place, he turned it into something that it's a loy him that's not good. Ravasi Yamar, we have a different pasuk that says, Behold, this person is is dragging sin with very weak ropes, meaning he has such a silly sin that is so easy that he pulled upon himself so easily, all he did was say Kriyashma in a dirty place, and that's a sin. A different pasuk is Kidvar Hashem Baza, is because the word of Hashem he embarrassed, just with his dibor, Dvar Hashem, just with his dibor, he... He he scorned the word of Hashem by saying it in a dirty place. Let's say he does stop. What's his schar? The pasuk says, With this thing, you shall have long days. With saying Kriyashma, you should have Arichas Yamim. Everyone should have a wonderful and gesund Rosh Chodesh.